This podcast is a Radio Mike original production. Head to radiomike.com.au to find out more. Hey guys, Mike here. And if you like Harry Potter and the boys, you might like any of my other stuff, including my podcast, 20th Century Boy, which you can find wherever you're listening to this or on my YouTube channel. Just type in Radio Mike and you can watch full clips of all of my podcasts there. Also, if you like this podcast enough that you would think about maybe buying me three coffees a year, then you could give me a dollar a month on Patreon, patreon.com slash Radio Mike. Very easy. The tier is called the Tip Jar Tier. If you want to chuck me a dollar a month, $12 a year, and buy me three coffees a year, I would be eternally grateful to you for doing that. So head to the Patreon or paypal.me slash It's Radio Mike if you just want to make a one-off donation to the show. Thank you so much for checking out my content. Go and check out some of my other content, and uh, I hope you enjoy this our post edition of Harry Potter and the Boys. I will see you on Wednesday for the full episode. See you later. Dirty bots, every flavoured bean lovers. Welcome to Harry Potter and the Boys, a fan fiction podcast by me, Radio Mike. Uh, this is our Sunday special Owl Post episode. We've been doing these Owl Posts for a few weeks now. People seem to like them. The listeners are, are strong, so thank you if you do like tuning in. And I think it kind of declutters the uh, the episodes a little bit where we don't have to stop at the end and do the mail and... Or if the guest of the week is kind of has to go do something else, I don't kind of like le- le- making them sort of stay to do mail. So I think it's good to sort of separate it out. Loving all your interactions. You can interact with the show anytime, radiomikepod at gmail.com or just on Instagram, radio.mike or a comment on the YouTube videos. The episodes go up in full on YouTube. So you can always do that. Lots of owls in today. And uh, I appreciate all your owls as always. Uh, so send them in however you'd like to. How good was that episode with Dilrook? Uh, so stoked. And Dilrook shared that on his story on Instagram, which was awesome. He was really funny. I love Dilrook. And uh, please go and see his Comedy Fest show if you're in Melbourne. Super fun stuff, Dil. Uh, and uh, I'm really glad that we got him on. So go and listen to that app if you haven't already. Couple people saying it was one of the best episodes ever, which is great. And people also thought he was one of the highest profile guests we've had on the show, which I would agree. He was awesome. Of course, we got to start with the Battle of the Amys. There are two Amys on the show, Amy Altamat and Amy Harvey. Uh, Amy Altamat is the uh, official correspondent of the show, Amy Harvey, the foreign correspondent of the show. And uh, let's start with Amy Harvey. She sent in an email, uh, well, an owl here. Amy says, hey, Mike, I can't remember if I actually if I actually wrote in last week or not, so just ignore this if I'm doubling up re-episode 18. Episode 18 was the one with Dave Lee down under. So we're not. she's not actually up to the Dilrook one yet in terms of write-ins, but let's uh, see what, what uh, Amy has to say here. Seamus's water rum spell is interesting. That's the, the spell that Seamus, is, Seamus uses in the first movie. Eye of rabbit, half from hum. Turn this water into rum. We only hear one, we only hear of one other rhyme type spell, which was Ron trying to turn Scabbers yellow, which is sunshine, daisy, butter, mellow, Turn this stupid fat rat yellow. It's unclear if this didn't work because it's not a proper spell or because Scabbers wasn't actually a rat. I actually always like to think that it is a spell and it just didn't work because Scabbers isn't a real rat. So the the spell is designed for rats, but because Scabbers was actually Peter Pettigrew in disguise, I believe that's why it didn't work. 
Thank you, Amy. She also says Cruciatus or Cretaceous, hilarious, because in the chapter with Dave Lee, various uh, characters were using the the Cruciatus spell, except I had spelt it as my 13-year-old self as Cretaceous, which is an error of the dinosaurs, you know, Cretaceous, Jurassic, whatever all the other ones are. So it was funny. Is it funny to think that Cretaceous is just a different spell? Uh, Cruciatus is another interesting topic you raised. Spell work seems to be partially wand movement, partially incantation, but also intent. So part of doing a spell, you have to use the the correct wand movement. For example, Swish and Flick, which Professor Flitwick is teaching them in the first movie. Uh, The incantation, which it would be Wingardium Leviosa with the Swish and Flick. But also you can do, there is silent or non-verbal magic is something you can train in. And then uh, intent. Uh, Amy goes on. We saw Harry try to cast Crucio on Bellatrix Lestrange in the Department of Mysteries and failing after she killed Sirius. She taunted him. You need to mean them, Potter. You need to really want to cause pain to enjoy it. Then we saw him successfully cast Crucio on Amicus in Deathly Hallows. Bit of character development, Amy says. Um, and this is actually really interesting to think about because one thing I always thought, which I guess this kind of goes into, is like, you know, in a world where essentially, like, it's kind of different, but I guess I'll f- try to phrase it as best as possible. In a world where pretty much everyone has a wand, which is a weapon capable of murder, it's also a weapon capable of doing a lot of other things, but it is a weapon in which murder is a very easy thing to do. It's basically like if everyone you know carried around a gun, sort of sounds like America, where there are a lot of shootings, right? Like, why wouldn't there just be so many more murders and massacres? This is a terrible subject matter. Sorry, guys. But you'd think that there would be heaps of that because everyone has the means in their hand all the time. And it's almost worse than a gun because, you know, a gun you might not have on person at all times, but the one you use for literally everything... So why wouldn't they, I, I don't know. But I guess this c- kind of confirms it, that you can't just like casually use a Vada Kedavra. You can't just casually use Crucio. You really have to want to cast it. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's an interesting kind of bit of the law, I suppose. Let me know any thoughts on that, people. I've also never heard of a chicken described as pocking. I'll need to study some chickens to check this now. Cheers, Amy 2.0, new and improved. So the chickens in the in that chapter were pocking. But I think that's what chickens do. Like, buck, 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 buck. that's a pock or a bock. But I guess I called it a pock. Um, Amy, original uh, official correspondent, another long email. Thank you, Amy. She says, hi, Mike. Ooh, both chickens and basilisks were mentioned in this chapter. That is true. And we know that chickens are the only thing basilisks are afraid of. That is also true. Basilisks are afraid of the sound of a chicken pocking, I believe. Maybe there'll be a showdown between Derek and Harold on full moon, where Harold will become a basilisk, and Derek will cast the Cretaceous curse on someone who'll begin making chicken noises and frighten the basilisk Harold away. That's my prediction. Really good prediction and, and stitching together of things of foreshadowing, because it was specifically mentioned that uh, now in this time period of Harry Potter, the Cruciatus curse not only causes torture, but forces people to pock like a chicken. So that is possible. Interesting point about the movies getting dark, darker as the characters grow up. You also see this in the books. In the first few, Christmas and Halloween are described in lots of detail and they're very fun festive events described in a way that appeals to children. 
Entire chapters are dedicated to them. Whereas in the later books, Halloween is only mentioned in passing and Christmases get darker and darker. The point is, as you grow up, Christmas sort of loses its magic. Totally true. I like that kind of analysis of it. Glad someone mentioned the electricity thing, which is the thing where electricity and magic don't interact well, which is why electricity doesn't work in Hogwarts. I also think J.K. Rowling didn't mention any electronics because it adds to the timelessness of the books. They were set in the late 90s, but are still relevant today. Good, good, good kind of point, I guess. Uh, she did, she did, however, mention PlayStation in, in one of the books, she, where Harry writes a letter to Sirius and mentions that Dudley got a PlayStation. I always found that very jarring. I highly recommend rereading the books. You'll love them. The Quidditch in particular is very good in the books. Re-owls, because I was asking a question last week about how owls can fly from like, you know, I guess Melbourne to Los Angeles, right? How does an owl fly that far? You know, it takes a plane 18 hours to get that far. How could an owl do that, right? She says, this may be a cop out of an answer, but I think we just have to accept that it's part of the magic of the books. Animals in the HP universe don't behave like they do in the Muggle universe, correct? For example, Crookshanks can tell if animals are animagi in disguise, and when Ron takes Scabus to the ma- magical menagerie in book three, the lady asks him what his special powers are. I think owls in Harry Potter have special powers of direction and strength. I'd buy that. However, they do sometimes get tired upon arrival at their destination, and Harry lets them have a rest before sending them off on their way. Um, but then I have to ask, like, could you use an in- like an engorgio charm on an owl and then just ride an owl from Melbourne to Los Angeles? Ride it as if it's a plane. Is that possible? Because then you could just commercialize that. I don't know. Uh, Long email, but in terms of TV shows, I did ask what TV shows people would want to see. Long email, but in terms of TV shows, I'd love to see more about the Marauders during their time at Hogwarts or a TV show centred on Hermione after leaving Hogwarts. That would be really cool. I'd really like to see a Hermione, like, because doesn't she enter the ministry? Like, I'm pretty, well, I guess in Cursed Child, she's Minister for Magic. It would be cool to see what she goes and does after Hogwarts. Any extra Harry, Ron, and Hermione content would be cool, but I don't know if I'd trust the writers not to muck it up like they did in Cursed Child. Yes, yeah, same. Cheers, Amy. P.S. Your Nug video was so sad. I hope you've cheered up a bit since then. I did a, uh, a thing for my other podcast, 20th Century Boy, where I ate 100 nuggets. I only got to... Well, I won't say how many I got to, but the video's up on YouTube, so go check it out. Uh, a small note on an owl came in from Scott Izzard. Hey, Mike. Hoot hoot. Owl emoji. Scooter here from the UK. Absolutely loved the Dilruk app, especially the asthma explanation, which had me in stitches. That was very funny. There was a long-winded paragraph about one of the characters having asthma. Go listen to that chapter if you haven't already, but I assume you have and you know what I'm talking about. Honestly, my favorite podcast that comes out every week, and I'm definitely keen on a hard coffee on a hard copy of the book if that can ever happen. Anyway, bye-bye. Like what Shrek says to Donkey in Shrek. That was another great pop culture reference in the Dilruk chapter. There have been a lot... Like, Harry Potter and the Boys is very much a parody of its time, right? Like, you look into it and you've got... uh, There there are references to pop culture that is all relevant in that time period of, like, 2007. Family Guy. Of course, when I was 13, I was watching Family Guy. Simpsons, there was a Joey jo- Joey Jojo Jr. Shabadoo reference uh, this week. Uh, of course, Shrek, 
Uh, end of story. Bye bye. And then who else did we have? Uh, we've had references to the Amanda show. Lots of like kid born in the 90s that was starting to become a teenager in the mid 2000s stuff. So loving that. Finally, well, not finally, nearly finally, but not finally. ISO Clutch. Al came in from ISO Clutch. Hey, Mike, love the pod. Quick point. I couldn't be the only one who was anticipating a letter on my 11th birthday and then disappointed when I didn't get one. Is this just me? Not just you, mate. Pretty much all of us went through that. Really devastating, and I'm glad to share the pain with you. Thanks for listening. I feel like writing fan fiction was my way to pretend that I was at the school. I literally wrote myself into a Harry Potter world. That was fun. Reese Hawker. Had a listen this morning. This is via Al. Had a listen this morning to the episode you did with Dil Rook. So good. Thank you, Reese. I appreciate it a lot. Uh, and one final thing that uh, Pat came up, Pat found. Pat is a producer across a bunch of my content. He realized that somebody, and we don't know who it is, and it'd be interested to find out who, years ago, because this Harry Potter and the Boys, I. Uh, I would read on my original podcast, 20th Century Boy, in the first year of that podcast's existence. And then I made it into a spin-off pod, right? So I don't do it there anymore. But someone randomly, a year ago, was posting TikToks and YouTube clips of Harry Potter and the Boys from my from 20th Century Boy. So someone was, like, ripping the audio and putting it on YouTube, um, essentially doing kind of what this podcast is, uh, with the recordings from 20th Century Boy, which I found really interesting and I'd be curious to know uh, who that was or like what, what you were trying to do or why you were trying to collate it on TikTok and, and, uh, and YouTube. Let me know. Uh, overall, good week. Uh, happy Easter to everyone. Easter not generally featured very much in the Harry Potter series, but uh, if you celebrate Easter, I hope you have a, a, a happy Easter. If you don't celebrate Easter, I hope you enjoy the long weekend here in Australia because we have Monday off and we had Friday off, which is great. Uh, but until next time, that is about all I'll, I'll, uh, I'll do for this week. Question to get you uh, contributing to the show. Um, who is your favourite character in Harry Potter and why? Do a pretty basic one. It's Saturday afternoon and I'm really tired, so I'm just trying to whip this one out. Sorry, guys. Um but yeah, that's pretty much it. Radio.mic, follow me on Instagram. Check out some of my posts there. My YouTube, you can watch full episodes of this podcast and all of my stuff up on the YouTube. I would love for you to check it out, um, as well as just other videos generally. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Patreon.com slash Radio.mic. You can chuck me as little as a dollar a month there. If you think this show is worth $12 a year, three coffees. If you would get coffee with me three times a year, right, and pay for those coffees... Just chuck me twelve dollars. Just ch- chuck me a dollar a month on Patreon or PayPal.me/slash It's Radio Mike. It would go a long way to helping. Twelve dollars, like, feel free to do it. No stress if you can't. I totally get it. Uh, but thank you so much. My name's In Radio Mike. Harry Potter and the Boys is the inside of my mind, and I will see you on Wednesday for our next episode. See you guys.